0: Those are the moments that we that create fulfillment. Those are the moments that make us feel alive. Those are the, most, the, the ones that, yes, you're getting the emotional highs, the feel-goods, the happiness, but it's for the long-term gain. It's in line with our purpose. It's not these short-term things that come and then go, and then you got to seek it again, and they come and they go, and you got to seek it again. They come and they go. It's getting drunk. Mm-hmm. Getting drunk does not create joy. It creates a short-term feeling of happiness that's not real. And then what happens is you get hung over and you have to chase it again, you have to get it again. But if you get drunk for every day for a decade, you don't come out of that decade going like I found it. Mm. Whereas if you work your ass off towards something purposeful, intentionally for a decade every day, you come out of it and you go, you do go, I found it. I'm doing really good,
1: Pat. Thanks. We are, I wanted to talk to you about something today. One, um, somebody who, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said I paid a whole lot of attention to him now, but but I definitely have in the past, and I know you have as well, Gary V. Um, mm. Somebody he's, you know, I think a lot of people know who he is at this point. Um, he's a, a marketer, an entrepreneur, uh, kind of an Instagram guru. And one of the things he always says, one of the things he's constantly saying is that sort of happiness is the... This is a sort of gold standard, right? The ha- that happiness mm-hmm. is what we should all be chasing, which is mm-hmm. what we should all be aiming for. We should be optimizing our decisions for what makes us happy. And it might just be he's using a word that maybe you would use a different word for. But I wanted to kind of just throw this out to you and say, is he wrong is, does he, do you see things differently than he is? Or like, why is, why do some people, and it's a lot of people, it's not just him, certainly, but why do a lot of people say, you know, if you're not happy, you're not on the right track, right? Whereas we don't, you know, here on the show, you and I, we don't talk about happiness really ever, right? We maybe use different words. So I kind of want to just yep. throw this out to you and say, you know, is there a tension there? or is it just simply like one somebody's using one word you'd use another or like where where do we start yeah. kind of dive into this idea of chasing happiness or not chasing happiness or what do we want to chase
0: wow yeah i love that um and i uh, i think i'm a I'm a fan of Gary Vee's. i think he's created amazing stuff and i love how he's telling people to chase happiness cuz i think what most people do is they don't people chase what society tells them mm. to do yeah, people, first off people don't chase anything yep. people just I think that what happens a lot, and I don't think it's people that listen to this podcast, but I think a lot of times what people have is they're reactive to life. They're mm-hmm. just they're just kind of like reacting to the things that are happening to them in their lives, and they're kind of um, walking down the hallway just trying not to bump into the walls. Yep. And the hallway's just set up, instead of like taking a 10,000 foot view, looking at the blueprint around them and choosing strategically where they want to be. What, what Gary's saying is I love that, is don't just follow a path that's predetermined for you, chase what makes you happy. Like what, that's, that's amazing, that's so powerful to have a intentionality behind it. I think the difference between Gary and I is a matter of words. I think that because I think that and I I think he's choosing it again intentionally because Mm -hmm. it's an easy word to hold on to. It's an easy word to say, yes, I'm happy or no, I'm not. And that makes sense. What he's saying is if you love um, uh, if you love being creative, go do things that you enable you to be creative. Don't push that aside and stifle it because mom and dad said that you should be a lawyer. Like that's what he's essentially saying. I'm saying the same thing, but what the fear I have with the word happiness is that people chase pleasure mm. and people chase the short-term fix for happiness because the short-term fixes for happiness are incredibly dangerous in the long run. Mm-hmm. If you always are seeking Seeking, seeking, and looking for, and measuring yourself against how happy am I in this moment? And if you are unhappy, you shift gears to something that's going to make you more happy. Well, that's the exact recipe for a long-term dissatisfaction. Because what are things that make people like when are you, like happy in the short term? Well, it's just hanging out with friends. It's um, staying in and have, you know, watching Netflix and snuggling up on the couch. It's mm-hmm. eating ice cream makes people happy. It's short-term pleasure. Like we are pleasure seeking beings and it's addictive. It's that chemical response, that neurochemical response in our bodies that actually will seek those things out. What we have to do is actually distrust that natural pleasure seeking, happy thing, and also distrust, what mom and dad are telling us to do, what society is telling us to do, which is um, go to college, get the the seat at the table at the Fortune 500 company, climb the corporate ladder, work nine to five, have the 2.5 kids and the golden retriever and the white picket fence. Like, do what Gary's saying. Like, don't chase that. Do what makes you happy. But what I'm saying is, let's take an even maybe another layer to it. I know Gary's thinking about this as well because he's such a hard charger and he doesn't do just makes him feel good. He's thinking of this for the long term is do the hard stuff. Like mm-hmm. do the hard stuff that is not so enjoyable in that moment. Go to the gym. Get up. At the right time, go to bed at the right time, eat the healthy foods, like all the stuff that we talk about on this podcast all the time. Like what are the things that are going to set you up for the long term success? Because doing that, everyone on the long enough horizon goes like, yep, I want I want the six pack. Yep, I want to be able to run a marathon. Yep, I want to be able to write that book and I want to start that business and I want a super happy family and I want to be emotionally, um, spiritually connected and um, sound But then it comes to the moment right now and people go like, well, yeah, I'm gonna have the ice cream though and I'm gonna stay in and watch Netflix and I'm gonna sleep in tomorrow. And it's those, can we bring the hard decisions in the moments to the long term happiness? That's all I'm saying is yes, chase happiness, but chase happiness on the the spectrum, Mm. not at the moments. Because when you do at the moments, you actually shy away from pain, pleasure, and pain. We are we are biologically set up to avoid pain and seek pleasure. What we need to do is lean into the hard conversations. Do the things on your to do list that you've been putting off for so long. Go and do the research. Write the um, the, the the fifty the five hundred words that you need to get done today. Do the hard CrossFit workout. Eat the salad, not the. And you got. That's what we should be doing.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think that the I, I, I think the challenge in there or one of the challenges is not to avoid pleasure or not avoid things that feel good because ultimately, like whenever you accomplish a thing, whenever you work hard for ten years, like there is going to be pleasure there. So I think th- it's not so much an avoidance of pleasure, but maybe it's like a re. Reimagining of what gives you pleasure, if that makes sense, or what what yeah. satisfies you in that moment. Because I think when you can shift that from well, what satisfies me right now is the sugar high or the couch, to into well, what satisfies me is another thirty minutes of work on that on that book I'm working on, right? Yeah. Whatever that might be, right? It's like a reimagining of what pleasure might be.
0: So that's what that's what uh, that's why I think that we choose to use different words. Yep. So. I, the way what I'm saying is um, let's not use the word happiness. Let's use the word fulfillment, mm. because if you go towards fulfillment, you are you're going to seek out the more challenging things right now, because at the end of a challenging thing or even in the process of achieving difficult things, you feel a sense of fulfillment. You feel a sense of purpose. The opposite of purpose is literally people that are just seeking the next high. Mm-hmm. Seeking, that's, you know, I just need to, uh, I'm going to get drunk tonight because I need the escapism. I'm going to, um, um, I don't need to go, the picture is there, right? It's all these short-term pleasure seekers. Instagram. That's. Yeah, it's that's the opposite of – it's funny you say Instagram. Um, Somebody in the gym was like, I just listened to your podcast this morning. This is today. They Mm -hmm. go, I listen to your most recent podcast. You really don't like social media, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But yes, exactly right. It's the escapism. It's that – because, yes, you get that short-term pleasure. You get happy from scrolling Instagram because they've hacked the system. They figured out how to tap into your dopamine responses. What I'm saying, is that's like – that's not going to create – so happiness now – think of it as a seesaw. Happiness now um, with with fulfillment on the other side. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying be miserable. That's not at all. What I'm saying is seek out the things that are going to cause long-term fulfillment. So you um, stubbing your toe over and over again, you giving yourself paper cuts, that's the opposite of pleasure. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to create long-term fulfillment. So I'm not saying – long-term, I'm not saying fulfillment is the opposite of happiness. I'm saying figure out the things that are going to create fulfillment and chase those things in the moment. What that means is intentionality. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest, you have to bring intention and you can't just follow the path that mom and dad set for you. That's not going to create it for you, because what's going to happen is you're going to be, you're going to turn forty-five, you're going to get to your midlife crisis and go, "What the hell? This isn't the life I wanted. This isn't what I set out to do." And now you want to, this is what a midlife crisis is. People that were not intentional from the get-go of how to create fulfillment in their life, they get halfway through it and they go, "Damn it, the thing I was chasing isn't there." Like mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be there. It's. Um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You think that you're chasing the the bigger house. You think you're chasing the bigger salary. You think you're chasing um, partying with your friends. And all of a sudden, you realize that isn't the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You need to re-figure out how to do this. And the hack is fulfillment. Mm -hmm. The hack is, what do I need to do now, today? Don't chase happiness. Chase the things that are going to fulfill you. To your point, it's not the fun things, but it's not the miserable things. It's the things that when everyone looks back on and goes, "Remember those the so no one looks back upon and no one gets super high and satisfied and joy out of just going to the going to work 9 to 5. It's super easy, it's monotonous. Like you don't have to think about it. You just kind of like go through the motions. What the things that people are um steal a term, fi- find flow states in, mm-hmm. is the challenging things, the people that people find that like so much um, joy when they look back upon it, or remember we had to like burn the midnight oil, we were all here till 1230 at night, that project was due the next morning, we got the pizza at midnight, and we were coming in under the deadline, and man, we busted it together, and we had that cooperative feel, yet it was so challenging, and we had those disagreements, passionate debates. Those are the moments that we, that create fulfillment. Those are the moments that make us feel alive. Those are the most, the the ones that yes, you're getting the emotional highs, the feel goods, the happiness, but it's for the long-term gain. It's in line with our purpose. It's not these short-term things that come and then go. And then you got to seek it again and they come and they go and you got to seek it again. They come and they go. It's getting drunk. Mm -hmm. Getting drunk does not create joy. It creates a short-term feeling of happiness that's not real. And then what happens is you get hung over and you have to chase it again. You have to get it again. But if you get drunk for every day for a decade, you don't come out of that decade going like, I found it. Mm. Whereas if you work your ass off towards something purposeful, intentionally for a decade every day, you come out of it and you go, you do go, I found it you, it, it's a matter of intentionality behind it. And I fear that if we say chase happiness, people go and start, I'm using getting drunk as an example yep. of, uh, yep. as a, as a, um, as a placeholder for about a hundred different things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Two things. The first is, <clears throat> I wish I, I wish I, I remembered the name of the, who actually said it, the, the, um, originally, but there's a heuristic or a quote that I, that I've read recently or that I reread. It's, is that easy choices lead to a hard life and hard choices lead to an easy life. And that, that, that pops into my head. I, I see it on That's
0: exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry, I, I Cause I, I know that I know. Yeah. It's, it's a, I, I don't well I've seen it recently.
1: The, the second thing though, that, and maybe it's just a story, but it's, it's what popped in my head is, um, the last year that you, that we did the ECC, um, uh, the, East, the East Coast Championship, I remember that distinctly. And I remember that feeling that you're talking about at the end of that second day, right? It was a two-day competition. I was handling like the media live stream. You obviously were kind of overseeing everything. Harry was doing the coaching. And I remember during the during that weekend, I didn't have a lot of fun, but I distinctly remember It, everything came down. It was, it, uh, it was a year that the Patriots were playing. So we put the Patriots on the big screen. We had some pizzas and I distinctly remember sitting watching the game kind of by myself and just like that, like that feeling. I was like, this is the, this is whatever this is, is the thing that is worth. A weekend of not sleeping a lot, a weekend of stress, a weekend of band-aiding things when they didn't work, right? And I think that moment, like that, that was a, that's a handy moment because like it was an event. It had a beginning and an end. But like, I think that's the feeling that, um, that you're talking about is that you, you like it, the stress comes down or whatever settles or you take a vacation or whatever it is. And you'd be like, oh, wow, like that was kind of amazing. It It didn't feel like it. But now that it's all done, now that the dust has settled, I'm really proud of what we just did, right? Mm. Yeah,
0: it's. uh, so I think what you're doing is, um, you know, working really hard is not what I'm talking about. Mm. Because you can work really, really hard, but if it's not meaningful to you, it's it's not going to get us to where we want to go. Mm -hmm. So working really, really hard, really, really um, effectively, working really, really efficiently towards something that ultimately doesn't matter. Is hell. That's that's mm-hmm. a form of hell, yeah. right? Because what you're saying there is, you, you have all the same stress, you have all the same sleepless enough sleepless nights, you have all the same incredible sacrifices that you made, not seeing your family, but for what? And mm-hmm. At the end of that, you go, what the hell was that for? Yep. Aka midlife crisis. Yep. Right. But if you are intentional behind this, and you. Work really, really hard. You have stress. You made sacrifices for all these things that actually make you fulfilled. At the end of that, you go, Yeah, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is it. Now imagine if after those that two-day, you experienced it for that two-day snippet. That's amazing. Most people probably don't get this in 10, 15-minute increments, maybe an hour, maybe that you know, where they're um. They're working really hard for something, and they, at the end of it, like yep. actually, people on this. When you do a CrossFit workout, like mm-hmm. when you do a CrossFit workout, the end of it, during it, you're not like that was yeah. amazing. Oh my, <laughs> this is amazing. I'm enjoying yeah. this. I'm so having much. so much but fun. The, yeah, this is so good. I'm happy. Yeah, like I am so happy. Like <laughs> yep. nobody is raising their yep. hand there. Yeah, but CrossFit the is a great
1: it, example of what exactly you're talking of it, about.
0: You know, maybe not right at the end because you're still, but like um, a half hour later, an hour later, you go. What'd you think? People are like, freaking
1: awesome. I'm coming back tomorrow.
0: Awesome, right? Cause it's putting your effort towards something that you deem meaningful. It's gonna move you in the direction of your goals and your dreams. That's the idea. Like, and when we do that, all of a sudden there's purpose. There's intentionality. There is a perspective to it. It's like, this matters and then you get there and it's this feel good dopamine rush i'm getting closer to the the prize i'm getting closer and the prize is not a raise a bigger house it's the prize is i'm getting closer to my ultimate dreams and my fulfillment not what society is telling us mm-hmm. not the the six figures not the the next extra initials behind your name but what you fulfills you as a as a unique individual being and it's yours is going to be different than mine. And as you make those steps towards that and yours, you're creative. You love building stuff. You love mm-hmm. sharing what you're building through a, a medium. So that's why that ECC was so empowering for you. It's such a – you loved that dedication to that because it's moving you towards what, who you believe you are as a human being. Mm-hmm. And that when we are doing that, that's – That's what we're chasing. That's what we should be pushing ourselves towards. And just to pull it back to the beginning, I believe that um, maybe there's levels to this, right? The first level is you're not chasing anything other than what other people are telling you to chase. That's probably the most – well, probably the most destructive is there's nothing to chase, right? There's total complacency. You're just a leaf blowing in the wind. There's nothing. The next level to this, and I'm thinking of this through as in real time, might be like you're chasing what other people are putting in front of you. And maybe yeah. that's below that one because maybe that's, yeah, maybe the leap blowing through the wind is actually like, who cares? This is yeah. like, that's yeah. a free, that's a free sense of freedom and autonomy, and um, you don't get led astray down a bad path. Then there's somewhere in there, there's like following the path that other people beset for you. And then you get to this place where it's like, what the hell am I doing? Um, then there's chasing happiness, you know, chasing the pleasure, chasing just this, um, this, the, the fleeting moment that's perishable and you got to go get it again. You got to go get it again. Mm -hmm. Scrolling Instagram, right? Um, constant dopamine hits. Exactly. And then there's the one that I think is just so elevated is can we, and I really think it takes a lot of introspection. I think it takes a lot of, um, this is why meditation is so powerful. This is why reading is so powerful. Um, This is why solitude is so powerful. This is why self-reflection, you know, as Socrates said, like Socrates said, know thyself. Like that's number one, know thyself. And if you know who you are and what fulfills you, who, like, is there anything else to like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Everything else becomes a distraction. Like, Go forth, my good son, and do the good work—the good work that's going to move you towards that form of happiness. I just choose to call it fulfillment.
1: Mm-hmm. You—you've uh, mentioned a few times now, and I think it's maybe worth unpacking a little bit—is just this preponderance, this this um, habit so many folks have of chasing somebody else's goals, chasing somebody else's definition of. Uh, fulfillment chasing somebody else's definition of meaningful where what's the first step in recognizing that that's actually what's happening here and maybe I'm, I feel like I'm working hard but I don't feel satisfied about it all how do you get all the way back to oh you know what? I'm just trying to make my dad happy and and that's never going to be suc- I'm never going to be successful at that or whatever whatever the source of that uh, misalignment might be how do you how do you realize that that's what's happening
0: it's a great question, Patrick. Because um, as, you're, as you're talking, it's not people that are just following status quo. It's not just people that are like, I go to college and I get the nine to five and I climb the corporate ladder. It's people that are taking different paths. People that are giving up school mm-hmm. to be professional CrossFitters. Yet that's not something that fulfills them. Yeah. That's not really what they want. They're doing it again because it's, I have a certain level of athletic ability and people are saying you should go do this and um but it's not really fulfilling me. I th- I think you see this a lot in um like golf. Mm. People are like people are going to play golf but like they 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 hate it. They like the idea of being a golfer but like the actual by like, part of like being on the links and um they're just frustrated the whole time. They're not finding fulfillment in it. It it's a it's the right question. I don't have the answer other than um, do you enjoy the process? Mm-hmm. So if you, um, are studying to be a, a, a lawyer and you just like, and studying for the bar, you kind of get off on that. Like, mm-hmm. this is like, like, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna go out with my friends on Friday night, not because I have to for this because I kind of, I kind of get my Joneses by like digging yep. into this thing. I yep. love law. It's like if you're, if you're a CrossFit, aspiring CrossFit Games athlete, and you love, like you really just love the training. Not the idea of being a CrossFit mm-hmm. Games athlete. Yep. Yep. You don't love the idea of being a lawyer. You don't love the idea of being a rock star, you know, a musician. Do you love the grind? Do you love like working clubs in front of six People that aren't paying attention to you, um, and you're in the backstage, <laughs> yeah. and you're lugging in your equipment and your speakers at 10:45 at night, and then pulling all back out at 2:30 in the morning, and then not—do you love that because you just love the music, or are you just kind of? Do you feel like you're paying your dues for the net? like what's just next? Mm-hmm. If you love the process, chances are you're on the path. Mm. If you love, like that type of thing. Yeah. And maybe that's what Gary V Minds by, by Chase Happiness. Maybe that's what he means.
1: The uh, the writer Austin Kleon likes to say that lots of people fall in love with the noun, but very few people fall in love with the verb, right? <laughs> and that's kind of the, the what yeah, I'm hearing from you. I
0: love that, right? Yes. I love the, I, I want to be a, a musician. Mm-hmm. I'm not so psyched about actually playing music, music. tonight at this club yeah. for the sixth night in a row, playing the same music again and all that.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, starting to wrap up. Where do you think, is it, is it that like, it, where do you think people run into trouble here? Like why, why does, why do we fall victim to chasing again, fill in the word happiness, pleasure, whatever. Um, can we get? Can, do you have a sense of the source of that? And if we can get to the source of it, maybe we can start to sort of rewrite it.
0: Well, I think it's two things. I think people fall into the trap of uh, again. I think feeling maybe chasing happiness is a, is an, is a is an is a step in the right process. Yep. Yep. Um, but I think that the first step is um, being brave. Mm. You know, people are afraid. People are afraid of going against um, their own. Expectations to where they thought they were gonna be at that certain point, with expectations of their parents, expectations of society, and so on. So it's the fear is the um, is potentially the first one. And the second one is biological. Like we're not set up to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're set up to appease the tribe. We're set up for the dopamine, the dopamine drives us. Like it's the feel-good. It's a dopamine tells us we are on the right path. Like as um, it's all about like, that's why dopamine has a good side and a bad side. Dopamine is um, the hit you get when you accomplish your goals. Yeah. And as you accomplish your goals, you get a dopamine response like, ooh, that felt good, do more of that. Ooh, that felt good, do more of that. The problem is you get that same response from all the bad things when you're gambling, when you're doing like alcohol from Instagram, it's all those things like, Ooh, that felt good. Let's get more of that. Ooh, that felt good. Let's get more of that. So it's this, um, intentionality and this awareness level of what are these emotions telling me? Mm -hmm. Because feel goods are not feel goods are not feel goods. There's a whole different array of them. And some feel goods help you. Doing a CrossFit workout, other feel goods do not help you. Mindlessly scrolling Instagram through, till three thirty in the morning.
1: We're really hating on the social medias. The we are on a months. kick
0: right now. We are. We're like, to, We're yeah, going to, we're to we're, do
1: like some some sort of thirty day challenge for folks uh, that,
0: next thing. Like like uh, uh, my. Um, they're such powerful companies. I feel like they're. I'm gonna get like a knock on the door by like guys in trench coats and sunglasses.
1: <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's gonna send somebody for yeah. you. Hi, my man. <laughs> Anything else left on this um, worth talking about? We're on this uh, this conversation about um, chasing something other than pleasure, chasing something other than short-term happiness.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I think that this root this started with me is I lived in Vermont. I went to school in Vermont. Yep. Um, and that's where Ben and Jerry's is from mm-hmm. Ben Jerry's saying is there's bumper stickers all over Vermont everywhere that say, if it's not fun, why do it? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, that's their whole idea. If it's not fun, why would you do it? Well, that's a recipe for mediocrity.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like I think that, and here's the deal is like, I think I'm talking to our audience, our audience who are already like willing to do hard stuff. So this isn't like, Hmm. This isn't, I'm talking to people that um, are going to bust their ass at something, right? So, um, like, bust it for something that's going to give you long-term fulfillment. Like, what I'm saying, what I don't want them to hear is like, well, I, I, I shouldn't. Yeah, like, uh, well, CrossFit workouts at the time are not fun. So why would I do that? Like, eating the salad instead of the cookie is not fun. Why would I do that? Like, that should not be our litmus test mm-hmm. at all. Our litmus test should be that fulfillment aspect. At the end, am I enjoying the process? Am I enjoying the process? And at the end of this, am I going to feel like the ladder was leaning against the right wall? Because I'm climbing Mm -hmm. that ladder. Everyone on listening to this podcast is chasing it. They're climbing that ladder. The 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 dangerous thing is that you get to the top of the ladder and you realize it was leaning up against the wrong wall. AKA the midlife crisis. AKA. like happiness, I'm like AKA the hangover in the next morning. You know, we need to make sure that we are, um, uh, bringing intentionality and awareness to our life at all time.
1: Love that. I remember. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody out there listening. Uh, thank you to those who leave ratings and reviews. And we will be back next week for another episode of Chasing Excellence.